Today's episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast is proud to be partnered with Anchor Podcasts. Anchor is the easiest way for anyone to make a podcast. If you have a latent idea that's just kind of lying around for a show you would like to record one day, I'm confident that anyone could use this platform to host, record, and distribute your podcast, turning your idea into a reality. Anchor puts everything you need to be successful all in one place. You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to the Ministry Minded Podcast. This is a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. I'm, of course, your host, Brad Gray, and today I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, I wanted to do something uh, a little bit out of the ordinary, I guess you could say, especially if you were to look at the past 20 episodes or so of this show. Um, I wanted to do a brief episode to somewhat segue uh, the show um, into a new chapter, a new chapter for this podcast. Um, Somewhat like a State of the Union address, you know, I don't watch much politics, but I know what that is. But this is a state of the podcast address, somewhat. (laughs) Sort of where this show has been and where it's going. And also, I wanted to give a formal apology and explain sort of the extended delay in releasing episodes. It's been a very long time uh, since my last upload, uh, but that's about to change uh, very soon. And I've recorded many... um, interviews and exciting conversations that I can't wait to share with you, and I've had to uh, tell numerous times to those guys just to be patient as I got things sorted out, and uh, now I think I finally have, uh, so I can finally release those long-awaited shows. But I sort of wanted to do this state of the podcast somewhat uh, to also address some of the things that happened in 2017 and sort of give a reflection on that year. Um... I know this is kind of late for that. I mean, we're already a week into uh, 2018, um, but I think it was 2017 was a big enough year for me uh, personally uh, that I think it is due um, some more reflection. Um, 2017 was really a I've used this term a a veritable maelstrom of events for Natalie and I. Um, It was. Um, an interesting year, you know, from welcoming our daughter Lydia into the world, which was amazing, to quickly accepting a ministry position, um, and then quickly resigning said ministry position, (laughs) to rupturing my ACL, uh, and having reconstructive surgery on that this year has seriously uh, been a roller coaster of emotions. And it's certainly been a year for lots of growth, um, both relationally and spiritually. And as we reflect on those 12 months, I think that through it all, God has really been chiseling away 
at me um, in my sort of own personal quest for significance. I think um, if you were to look at some of the recent articles and pieces I've written, um, there's a undercurrent of ordinariness that um, is through them all. And that's not by mistake. It's not certainly not something... Well, it's certainly not something that I was intending to do, but it's something that was just on my heart this year as I uh, became a father and became, you know, learned how to become a better husband uh, through that. Um, sort of the idea and my ideals for um, significance and for um, position and all those sorts of things sort of got thrown out the window. And I think that's a good thing, um, and I think that's what God was really trying to do throughout this whole whole course of this year is to get me to realize and get me to understand the beauty of insignificance and the sort of um, the glory that is found in that, uh, the glory that is found in being in a uh, that the glory that is found in obscurity and. The glory, I guess you could say also, of what I like to call quiet faithfulness. This is something that's sort of been uh, in me for uh, a while, ever since my grandfather passed away, and I just saw what his life did. He wasn't a loud person by any means. He didn't have a lot to his name in, in terms of um, leaving a legacy, um, at least in the public eye. But when he passed away and I saw all the people that were affected by him, it really got me to realize what a life of quiet faithfulness can do. It's not making a name for yourself. It's just being in the right place, being in the moment, and doing the right thing all along the way. And that goes a very long way. That's a very powerful way to live. And I think I'm learning that through being a father, through being a better husband, through relearning, I, I think, in some ways, of how to be a minister, how to approach gospel ministry to people that are struggling, to having my roles change very quickly, those sorts of things. It can get you to, you know, um, get those rose-colored glasses off when people sort of think of ministry. And I think, um, in some ways, that's what God was doing for me. He was um, trying to get me to realize that I don't really need a ministry position in order to minister. I just have to be faithful with the opportunities He's given me and with, I would say, the most important ministry He's given me, which is my family. Um, I think that's what is most important, and I think that's what God was doing for me. So through those, this past year, um, I've learned a lot. Um, I can't tell you how grateful I am to be a father, and, and that's not uh, hyperbole or anything like that. It's not you know uh, some saccharine thing that I'm just saying, but parenthood is truly a blessing from God. And I really don't take lightly the um, huge responsibility it is to parent a child, not only in this world, but parent a child in love and in the gospel. You can talk about uh, parenting, you can uh, sort of speak to that reality uh, but even before you have children, but once you're holding your firstborn in your 
in your arms, it, um, it really changes you. And I'm learning that, uh, firsthand, of course. And, um, I wouldn't change anything for the world. I also wanted to, um, speak to and give a huge shout out to my wife, Natalie. And, uh, one of the true honors of being a dad is also seeing the mom that she has become. And it's not that I, I didn't see or, or I didn't recognize sort of those motherly instincts before. Um, but now that I get to see her in action, so to speak, it's, it's really, it's really humbling to, to see Natalie be the mom that she is. And, uh, she's selfless. She is strong. Um, she's caring and, um, just, you know, un, undividedly devoted to Lydia and seeing her grow and seeing her be loved and seeing her being, be safe. And seeing that sort of love that, you know, a mother's love firsthand is really an, a thrilling experience. And her constant support of me is something I couldn't do without. You know, two things they don't really teach you in Bible school are, one, just how really crazy messed up people are. And number two, just how crucial it is to have a wife by your side as you, so, you know, ride the waves of ministry and life. And... Uh, I really couldn't do anything that I'm doing without her and her constant faithfulness uh, in me, in support of me. And so I needed to say that too. <laughs> um, so yeah, 2017, um, a wild year. Um, being a father and then, you know, uh, accepting a ministry position, leaving that ministry position. Um, I've written about that and I've tried to speak to that and just how... Number one, how discouraging it was in the moment, but also how um, crucial it was that I made that decision. And as I reflect on it now, um, especially with what is uh, about to happen in 2018, um, I know for sure that that was the right decision um, in all aspects. I couldn't have um, foreseen it at the time. But it definitely was something that God wanted me to do um, for my own spiritual life, but also for um, uh, my family's life. Um, it was just the best move to make. Um, and it's that was hard, you know, moving away from a ministry position, uh, especially one that I have been, you know, l seeking after and longing after for a long while is, it was difficult. Um but definitely, I, I know that God's hand was in that. Um, and that sort of um, brings me to um, something else that I wanted to speak to in this short little podcast is um, 2018 doesn't look like it's going to change much in the sense of, um, you know, uh, having uh, lots of, you know, change come my way. Uh, it looks to be much of the same. <laughs> and, uh, but as change, I, I know, uh, that, that God has brought, not something that I have sort of manufactured. It's something that God has brought into my life very organically. And, um, that's what's really exciting is to see God's hand behind, behind it all. Um, you know, in 2017, I, and at the end of 2016, I was writing and I was, um, getting ready, you know, to go into that ministry position. And, um, 
I was very excited and I wrote how this was going to be a time of transitions and change and then it quickly didn't pan out the way I thought and now I'm entering 2018 with some of the same thoughts um, because in April of 2018 I will uh, officially be taking the role of assistant pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Southwest Ranches, Florida. I am I can't tell you how excited I am to take on this position, but I also can't tell you how um how much care has been uh put into uh even talking about this role and even uh thinking about taking it. Um one thing I learned from last time is not to go into anything too quickly and um this has definitely not come about because I have, you know, searched hell and high water for uh, some ministry role. Uh, this came about very organically through multiple conversations with the lead pastor of this church, Grace Baptist, uh, a pastor that I know very well and have known for uh, a long while. We, we've been friends um, for many years, and um, it just kind of came about uh, talking about his need and about his church and the uh, enormous amount of growth that they've experienced. And through the course of those conversations, it has manifested in um, me being placed as the assistant pastor of that ministry there. And I can't be more excited. Uh, this means that Natalie and I will be moving on, uh, transitioning away from a job that I've had for, uh, you know, three years. So that's always a little bit nerve wracking. <laughs> um, but I couldn't be more excited to be in the ministry, to be, um, in it full time and to uh, devote all of my efforts and all of my heart and all of my thoughts towards that end, towards impacting people with the gospel and and um, building uh, God's kingdom. I can't wait to get down there. I can't wait to start working. And I know I, I know that I'm you know, I've said this before, I'm trying not to go into it too naive in the sense that I know that ministry is is tough and uh, ministry life, vocational ministry life is um, difficult at times um, just for the mere fact that you are a broken person who is ministering to other broken people. And um, But that's also, I think, what makes it beautiful. Um, that's also, I think, what makes it worth it. Um, you know, this podcast is devoted to marveling at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. And I know that that is true, that God can meet us in that mess with a mercy that never runs out and never runs dry. It is, it is always there um, for people who have uh, struggled with any type of addiction or any type of adversity or any type of um, sin. Uh, the mercy of God is that big well that is there, uh, that they can run to, that they can draw from, and that hopefully I can bring people to, that I can also bring myself to. Um, I know through this that I will be growing, I will be changing, and um, I'm just very... I just couldn't be more excited to get down there, get working. Uh, so that's happening very soon. That's happening in, in you know, just a few months. Um, I'm going to be getting ordained as a Baptist minister. Um, 
I'm going to be getting into this role, getting into a new house. And um, so 2018 looks like a big year of change, a big year of transition. Um, but it's, again, transition that God has been faithful and orchestrating and gracious in letting it um, be sustained over a, a long course of months. It's not something that, uh, this is not something that is being rushed into. It's something that has been uh, talked about for many months now. And I think that's what's cool is just um the compelling thing is seeing how God has carried this conversation out um through the course of many weeks and months, and uh, his hand has been in it all and um I'm so grateful for that um so yeah you you guys you listeners are the first to know uh the first to uh put me on your prayer list i guess you could say as i as we make this move as we transition away from west palm beach and move a little bit south um so yes definitely be praying for us in that and be uh keep us in your thoughts and prayers and i'm sure i'll be updating you with blogs and other things um as i get into that role um lastly um I wanted to also just publicly uh, address, I have before, but I wanted to address again um, my moving away from the network, uh, The Majesty's Men. Um, I wanted you to hear it with my voice uh, because this is a group that I was associated with for two years. Um, And as I've said um, before, this move wasn't wasn't at all spurred by any sort of animosity uh, from the brothers of that organization, nor um, from its founder, Riley uh, Voth. The move away from the Majesty's Men to this current platform, Grace Upon Grace, was motivated purely out of an honest desire to sort of simplify um, everything, basically. And, you know, some might see some selfish reasons uh, for departing, and that's fine, Um you can see that if you want to, but I, I know my heart, and that wasn't the case at all. I am so appreciative of Riley um, and his influence on me. He is um, a great man of God, um, and all the guys at the team at the Majesty's Men um, are brothers in the faith, and I am so grateful for all they've enabled me to do and all they've uh, allowed me to grow in. And, um, you know, as with other things in this life, I felt the need uh, and that the time had come for me to move on. And that's really all it was. And um, I'm sure my paths will cross again with those guys uh, in some form of ministry or another. Um, I'm just um, excited to see what uh, God has uh, in this next year. Um, and also, uh, lastly, um, lastly, lastly, uh, you know, as a Baptist, when he says that this is his last point, that goes on for a little bit longer than what he really thinks. And so, again, that's what it is here. Uh, the reason for all the delays really, you know, in um, uh, in getting episodes together is actually very simple. Um, it's... Uh, and it brings me to some more amazing news uh, for this podcast specifically. Uh, you know, if you've been paying attention at all, you probably um, already know what I'm going to announce, and that is that the folks at the Christian Standard Bible are now the presenting sponsor for the Ministry Minded Podcast. You know, the Christian Standard Bible um, offers an optimal blend of accuracy and readability, and it helps readers make a deeper connection with God's Word, inspiring lifelong discipleship. 
the Christian Standard Bible is equally suited for uh, either serious study or if you're just sharing God's Word with your neighbor who's hearing it for the very first time. Um, I'm very, very honored and very humbled, and but also very proud to partner with the folks at CSB. And if you haven't yet, I would highly recommend picking up your copy of that Bible, that translation. It is beautiful, but it's very well, um, it's so well done. And I found it not only very just readable, but just very, very engaging. In fact, since last July, I've been blogging solely with the Christian Standard Bible. It has greatly helped my own study of God's Word. Um, and I know that it will continue to have a great impact on me personally. Um, so you can find out more uh, about that by going to csbible.com. And I wanted to sort of sort through those details of the partnership with CSB before I released any sort of new shows, and that's why it's been a while. But also, I'm super excited for these upcoming episodes, uh, these conversations with some great men of God, um, and I couldn't be more excited to uh, finally let you listen to them. <laughs> you can find this show on iTunes. Um, you can find it on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm also putting shows on YouTube, so you can go there too if you want to just have it in the background or something like that. Um, so I think that's. I think I covered everything. Uh, I have to look through my notes here um 2017 was a very good year 2018 looks to be like another exciting year uh, a year that's full of change and i'm approaching it in a, in a sense that i don't know really what's around the corner i know some things i know um you know that about this change about this move but really the biggest thing that i can do is rely on God's faithful and righteous grace to carry me through it all. I I don't know uh, what the end will be, but I certainly know that God will be there with me in, in the midst of whatever he brings my way. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for supporting this show. Uh, I want to thank you for your readership. And just um, if you have any sort of comments or if you just want to reach out and just chat about the ministry, I would love to do that. You can email me or find me uh, somewhere on social media. That's fine, too. Um, just reach out, and I'd love to connect with you. Thanks for listening, and thanks for commenting, and thanks for subscribing. I look forward to a really exciting 2018. Thank you. Blessings.